Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 90. That's right, another tentpole episode of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. My name, of course, is Caleb Baldwin, and you can follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. That's IamCaleb, and then another B. Of course, follow my friend, co-host, and producer, Eddie Cornelison, at E-D-D-Y-C-8-5. Follow the show at E-C underscore Hero. Check out the Instagram account, HeroCast. And our Gmail, ECHeroCast at gmail.com. This recording date is Tuesday, December 7. And, folks, we've got quite the uh, quite the Christmas gift for you, I believe. Hold on, let's see here. Is this the Christmas episode? It is. The spirit of Christmas. Yes, the spirit of Christmas lives on, as this drops, of course, just three days before Christmas, 2021. This movie was released on Christmas Day in 2008. So quite a Christmas present. You know, we're about to enter the uh, the Obama administration. He was still president-elect at the time. But the, uh, the universe, God, what have you, Allah, um, brought to you The Spirit, directed by Frank Miller. That is today's episode. This is going to be, this is going to be a very uh, interesting review. I will say that. It's appropriately named The Spirit because, much like the airline, it sucks. Boom. Roasted. Yeah, this was, uh, man. I'll, I'll start with the history with this movie because I've never seen it before well, I, now. Well, I'm going to start real quick and say that I had none. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't have any either, but I did remember seeing the trailer for it, and... This is what I still remember what went through my mind because it's like, okay, you figure it's Frank Miller, did Sin City, loved it, and we got another movie with Samuel L. Jackson, who's great, and it's based off of like this old, you know, 1920s, you know, noir detective thing, whatever. It's like, okay. Type of thing. Yeah, like, okay, that could be cool. It's filled with hot girls again, just like Sin City. It yep. looks like Sin City. It's like, yes. okay, cool. And then at the end, rated PG-13. <laughs> and I remember thinking, that's a red flag. I don't know about that. And then the reviews poured in, and I, I'll get to it right now. Critics, 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fans, 25%. Oof. And I remember seeing those reviews like, oh, man. I don't know what happened, but uh, this is this is not Sin City. This is this is like when you see a uh, a great college football player, you know, go to the pros and just can't cut it, and you're like, what happened? What happened? This is not this is not the guy I remember. Like, yeah, I this, don't, this is this is not this is not Troy Smith at Ohio State. Yeah, this is or you know Vince Young at Texas or. Matt Liner at USC. I, I, I could mm-hmm. go on, but it's like, you know, Johnny Manziel at A&M, and it's like, I don't know what I'm watching. Like, this isn't who I watched in college. This yeah. is an abomination of, uh, yeah. like, I, I don't, this is, this is bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, to me, this struck me as like, if Lloyd Kaufman hacked the brain mechanic of Frank Miller, <laughs> like this had a very like trauma feel, but like a bad trauma feel. Yeah, that's not bad. It, it it felt like actually here's what it felt like to me. You remember like all those bad parody movies like the, the Wayans would do. Oh, not even the Wayans, but I'm thinking like the the late aughts movies like superhero movie, epic movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's actually even better. Yeah, but it that's feels I, like that's, if they did a spoof on Sin City, it's like, what if we made it wacky? And it's like, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, no and it's called everything. Noir Movie. Yeah. yeah. It's actually pretty accurate. Yes, that's that's what this feels like. Yes. Well, should we yes. do the time capsule so we can stop talking about this movie for a minute? Yeah, yeah, December 25, 2008, Christmas Day. I can't tell you a thing of what I would have got uh, as a Christmas present that year. That that actually may have been the Xbox 360 year. Now that I think about it, it's a good system. Yeah, Probably yeah, I got my... it. No, we got it for Christmas. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I don't remember Christmas in 09. I can tell you what I wasn't doing in 09. This will be a first. <laughs> this was what I wasn't doing. And I think everyone has one of these. I know my dad does with El- Elvis Presley. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Real quick. This is Christmas 08 specifically. Oh, 08. Well, I still don't remember. Okay. But, uh, but I know, I feel like everyone has one of these. Like I said, my dad with Elvis Presley. It's the concert that you're like, why didn't I go to that? And, uh, yeah. So in 08, or yeah, 08, I believe it was the last time that my favorite band, Duran Duran, was in Columbus. And they have not been back since. And I I remember debating. I'm like, well, should I go? Shouldn't I go? And, you know, at the time, I'm making, I don't know, 12, 13 an hour, which was good at the time, but I'm only working 20, 25 hours a week, which is not yeah. good. And plus, it's Christmas, so you're buying presents and everything. So it's mm-hmm. like, man, I don't know. Tickets were, were $50, which I did the conversion calculator even for that. And back then, $50 in 08 is $64 today. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, I don't know. I'm just debating it. And I ultimately decided no. And I've been waiting ever since. And it's funny enough, just today, because I'm, I'm, I'm going, I want to see them next year in concert. I, I made it, a, I've decided I will. But they haven't announced any dates yet. And then today I see the tour schedule announced. And I'm so excited. And I clicked it. And the only word I saw was York. I'm like, okay, New York, sure. And it's Europe. It's a Europe tour in the summer. I'm like, damn it. they got to do an American tour. That's my, my hope is that there's an American tour next year for the new album. They had a tour in 2020, but COVID ruined it. So I don't know. I'll, I'll, fly, I'll fly to wherever. What is your favorite Duran Duran song? Ooh, that's a good question. Is it Hungry Like the Wolf? No, it's not that. That's a good one. Um, Well, that's usually the way it is with someone's favorite band. It's never the single that's like their favorite. Yeah. um, Man, I don't know. Honestly, uh, the new album's got some really, really good stuff. Um, Man... Our uh, Superman Returns outro, Reach Up for the Sunrise, was really, really good. Uh, New Moon on Monday. Ooh, gosh. There's a lot. Um, but I'm, I'll hopefully see them. I won't go to Europe to see them, uh, but I will if they come to the States. I'll figure it out. But that's what I wasn't doing in December of 08. And kind of regret it, but, uh, you know... This is not a um, this is not a situation like Norm Macdonald where I wanted to see him and didn't and then he died. So hopefully they they stay alive long enough for me to see them. Well, you know I would like to think they would. Yeah, and hopefully, I, I don't like you saying well hopefully they stay alive because <laughs> you could be jinxing something. Well, I mean, well, it's, like I said, when it's like Norm Macdonald, like I I told that story, you know you. January of 2020, I was playing at the casino. Couldn't get anyone to go with me. I decided, ah, I'm not going to go. I don't want to go by myself. Well, wish I would have. I don't know. It's that same, like, okay. I'll give you an example. So Christmas time, 2016, um, I was like, that's when I really figured out, like, oh, Last Christmas is, like, my favorite Christmas song. And specifically the original, the George Michael version. Well, lo and behold, the day after Christmas 2016, he passes. Ooh. So, it's like, you feel kind of guilty in a way, even though, like, you had nothing to do with it in reality. But, you know, your brain is all like, yeah, this is somehow your fault. Well, I'm I'm hoping that they don't. I mean, you know. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the thing. But do you have yeah. any concerts that you... Buddy, I have never been to a concert. Like, period. How is that even possible? I don't know. I just, I'm more of a CD, or not not even a CD, but like an MP3 guy. (laughs) I mean, I was at one a couple weeks ago. It was my first one in several years. It's not that even COVID. I just, I don't go to that many, but, 
And my friend invited it? me to one, and uh, I went. It was, um, oh my gosh, I just blinked on the name. Um, Lil Nas X. No, it wasn't. Oh my gosh. Um, I remember told you it was a, uh, it was like a oh, early, uh, um, gosh, why can't I remember? Hey, hey, was it cold? Yes, cold. It's such an easy name go. to remember. How did I forget yeah. that? Um, well, you're kind of stupid. That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, it was. It also. It's not like I like him, but it wasn't a band I was like huge on. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Me and a friend, we have often had a um, running gag that like if Incubus ever runs Tulsa again, and you can get in like if you can get in around like fifteen dollars for GA, then like yeah, we'd make the trip. But uh, I've yet to see Incubus in Tulsa. But by God, if they come and you can get in pretty cheap for general admission, we're going. You got a big festival. Rocklahoma is a big deal, isn't it? How close it is, is that to like, you? Uh, Rocklahoma, that's not too far from me, man. That's like maybe like an hour, hour and a half maximum. Um, but like that, it's like a nostalgia thing, like every year. And I don't know, like the big headliner this year was supposed to be Limp Bizkit. And then the Delta variant happened. And uh, Limp Bizkit, like, canceled, like, the rest of their 2021 tour. Oh. Yeah. That, that, that's been replaced. Yeah. It's the the Omicron variant. Yeah. Is that? I yeah, don't know. I just, I don't know. I got the uh, I got the old booster scheduled for Friday. <laughs> You're getting a booster? <laughs> Not because I'm, like, overly worried with COVID. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like we're all going to get it at some point. uh, You're just going to use it to crush puss, right? No, no. Well, (laughs) it's funny because when I decided to get it. Maybe I should then. Might be a good idea. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Well, when I decided to get it, I I was, my other, another vacation next year will involve possibly, um, depending, will involve a trip to Alberta because I've never... Uh never been there and i'd like to go and i just had a feeling i'm like you know i can already sense it it's gonna get to the point where you need the booster to be considered quote fully vaccinated and there's gonna be some rule where canada won't let you in unless you have the boost i'm like you know what it's not a big deal just to get the shot that's what annoys me about all these people who won't get it it's like it's it's just not a big deal and you just go i'm gonna get it and then the day after I scheduled it, they announced, like, hey, guess what? If you're flying into America from another country and you are American, you have to have a negative COVID test within 24 hours. I'm like, damn it. That's not – I knew something was going to go down, and I was right, but I didn't think it would be that. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I don't – is it easy to even get a COVID test in Canada? I don't know. Does it – Does it? can, can you? Like, I – now it's just another hassle. Now I don't even know if I want to go. I don't know. You can buy a test, can't you? I don't know. So it's, that's I'm I'm annoyed at that now. I'm like I don't. You could I, just for, you could just forge uh, vaccine information. Yeah, like Antonio Brown. Yes. Did he do that? Yes, he did. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I like I said. I knew there was going to be some rule. I just I just had a gut feeling. And I was right, but then it was something completely different. And it's like, well, yeah. I don't know. I can't. I don't know how to get a COVID test in another country. Like, it's, not just, <laughs> a, it's just another hassle. And now it's like, now I got to worry about that. And on top yeah. of you know exploring a new city and everything, and it's like, yeah, jeez, I don't even know if I want to go. You just ruined it. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Joe Biden, or whoever Thanks, made boy. that rule. That's just ugh. well, maybe I don't know who whose rule. Well, I guess it's his rule because it's flying into America, but yeah. it's just, uh, uh, now I don't, I don't even know if I want to go. It's taking all the fun out of it. And it's like, I'm getting the booster. What the hell more do you want? Like, <sighs> I, I don't know. Either way, either way. Um, the number one song here in the United States on December 25, 2008 was circus by Britney Spears. Ooh, classic. That's Love me pretty some good. 
your champions in wrestling at Did the time. you see the big news that TMZ broke? It's like, she used a public bathroom. Who? That's not... Ugh. Yeah, I know it's not news. Dude, is that... What's the TMZ guy? Is, is that Harvey Lemon? Is that his name? Uh, Ryan Satin. No, not Ryan Satin. Oh, then I don't know, maybe. Oh, my gosh. What is this guy... But that was like a news circulating. It was on Twitter. It's like Britney Spears photos of her using a, you know, a gas station restroom on the side of the road. It's like, I'm sorry, Har- Harvey Levin. Pardon me. Oh yeah. The main like I don't know if you ever watched this. There was a time when my brother did. He would just turn on the TMZ thing at like eleven o'clock at night. It'd just be like these idiots. You you've seen clips of TMZ before, I assume. Yeah, I've seen the show once or, it's or like twice. Four, four or five douchebags in an office, like yeah. just like waxing on about, whoa, more like Borafil, like that level of joke, you know? Yeah, I, I I turned it on once thinking it would be like people making fun of pop culture, then instead it was like they were like genuinely like, oh my gosh, did you see who Pete Davidson is with? Like, oh, I saw her dress. That was so, I'm like, oh wow, you're actually taking celebrity news seriously? Like this yeah. sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, either way, but enough about, about TMZ. Um, but, but that's all, folks. Uh, your your champions in wrestling at the time in TNA, of course, the icon Sting, still going strong, by the way. Um, yeah. TNA World Heavyweight Champion, um, Ring of Honor World Champion. Of course, I've said it so many a time, and I'm going to say it again. Nigel McGuinness still in that same title reign. Now in the WWE, you know, I saw Nigel McGuinness. I first. bet you did, Chet Jablonski. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the WWE Champion for the first and only time, and I remember it was a short reign, but man, it felt euphoric watching him win. Jeff Hardy. He's a long way from winning it again. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Uh, your ECW champion, of course, Matt Hardy. So the brothers Hardy holding two uh, world titles at the time, one much more esteemed than the other, but whatever. And on Raw, the world heavyweight champion, John Cena, of course. One one of these things are not like the other. So that's your run of the mill on champions in wrestling at the time. Um, let's see. Let's go into the... You already mentioned the critical and fan ratings of these, this movie. Yeah, the budget and, Yeah, yeah, the budget <laughs> and box office. Uh, this was a critical and commercial failure. The budget I have written down is $60 million. Can you verify that? I can't verify, but that's what I wrote. <laughs> oh, 60, okay, yeah, yeah, $60 million. And then the box office, 39 That is a loss. Of $21 million. And you know what? As crazy it is as it is, this may be the first time that we've had back-to-back money losers. I poss- Yeah, I think you're right. It's negative uh, $27 million in today's money. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. The money losers. It's, uh, by the way, it's sandwiched in between Supergirl and Meteor Man. Although Supergirl what? per... Uh, Inflation lost way more than this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anything will beat Zoom. That was... Oof. <laughs> Yikes, fam. Negative 63. <laughs> Not inflation adjusted. No. Um, I'm looking, and I don't see back-to-back... Uh, unless we did Punisher and Toxic Avenger back-to-back, maybe? I don't know. Maybe let me see here. Punisher and Witch Toxy. Oh no, never mind. Uh, Punisher was an unknown budget. That was the Dolph Lundgren one. Okay, yeah. Um, da, 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 I'm not. So that probably here's the thing. That probably would have been a money loser. I'm sure uh, it was. But you know, we we don't have that verification. Yeah. Well, the fact it was on YouTube for free. It, Tells me all I need to know about that Punisher. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Man, wow. Just thinking about, like, it's been, like, a year and a half since we did the the 1990 Captain America. Oh, my God. Could you pull over? I think I'm carsick. Jeez. Well, it's, it's ironic because our hero in this movie was just a big of a dork. Yeah. Well, 
I wrote down about the, uh, let's go right into it. The character of Denny Colt slash the spirit, uh, played by Gabriel Macht. Of course, uh, Harvey Specter in suits. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wrote down dead and horny. (laughs) Oh man. I've never watched suits, but I know it's been on for a long time and I know he's the star of it. I always thought I never really watched Suits. I always assumed the younger guy was like the main character. Oh, he's one of them. I know that. Yeah, he's for sure. I think there's two lawyers, and he's the brash dickhead. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just based on commercials I gathered during watching Raw. But <laughs> yeah, I, so he must be a good actor to you know star in a show that's been on for many years. He was not good in this, and. Uh, <sighs> He acted I, alongside former royalty, man. Yeah. I'm going to go Mark ahead. Suits, well, if you're not aware. Well, I'm, I'm going to actually blame. I'm, I, need a, I, need a, I need a name for this, but we'll call it... It, it goes back to the, the John Moxley podcast when he said, Roman asked me how to sound, make Suffer and Succotash sound cool. And I said, you can't. And this is that, where it's like, yeah. how do you make... A superhero who throws snowballs or gets caught on a ledge and his pants are around his ankles and the citizens of the city are literally laughing at him. Like, <laughs> how do you make this guy seem cool? And it's like, you can't. Yeah. This is unwinnable material. This yeah. is, you, you can't, this guy sucks. <laughs> and the, the thing about movies is that these are fake. Yeah, you don't have to do that. So, so these are choices that you're making. <laughs> The pants thing was just, uh, like, he's, yeah, he's caught on a lid. His cape's caught on, like, a statue or something as he's falling off a building. And, yeah. like, everyone's like laughing a... at him. Like, the one guy that looked like Dave Chappelle's like, look, he looks stupid. And they're like, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Actually checked. I'm like, was that a Chappelle cameo in this of all random things? But I don't yeah. know. But he looked like him. Uh, yeah. And then, and then his pants just fall down for some reason, and it's like, God, this guy sucks. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, back to my history with the movie, actually. Um, none other than last week when I was watching Punisher Warzone, I saw a trailer for it, and and I think I mentioned it on last week's episode, but even by the trailer, I was like, this looks bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. like I said, I... I, I mean, you knew the it was going to be bad before you saw the trailer. I just remember watching it as a kid. Well, not a kid, but, you know, a young adult. Yeah. And and thinking, like, oh, so another, another Sin City spinoff. This is going to be cool. And uh, just, I don't know. Um, I saw those ratings, and it's like, ooh, this is, this is back when Rotten Tomatoes critics' ratings meant something. So yeah. it's like, oh, this is... This is going to be rough. I, I'm going to skip this one. Yeah. Real quick. Okay, next up, Scarlett Johansson, Silken Floss. Not a lot to the character. Yeah, she really kind of mailed this one in. Yeah, for sure. She knew for big sure. things were around the corner. Yeah, she knew, like, oh, I haven't even done Iron Man 2 yet. Like, yeah, you know. I'm about to be worth uh, close to a billion, so I'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Um... Next up, you you're very familiar with this actress, of course. You love American Horror Story. Sarah Paulson as Ellen Dolan. Yeah, uh, I mean she did all right, I guess, in the movie. Her character yeah. was an idiot. Yep. So it's like mm-hmm. your boyfriend's openly flirting with girls on TV, and yes. you literally see him make out with someone right in front of you, and you're like, "Oh, Dad, you just don't get him." He loves me and not all these other girls. <laughs> okay. Come yeah, on now. Yeah. What do you think of the small character Lady Death played by Jamie King? Just pointless. Or the Angel <laughs> of Death, whatever the hell you want to call her. I don't care. It's just a pointless character. I mean, yep. I looked up what she looks like without all that goofy crap on, and she's very beautiful, but... Uh, <laughs> I didn't. This character didn't even need to be in the movie. Like, it, there was really no payoff. It was just, yeah, catch you later. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Denny Colt said, "You're yo home, smell you later," and she was gone. Uh, he was gone, rather. Um, let's see here. 
Real quick, shout out to Louis Lombardi. I loved him as Phobos, Logos, Pathos, Ethos, Bulbos, Huevos, and Rancheros. Huevos and Rancheros, pardon me. Mangos, Adios, and Amigos. Loved it. He was actually very funny in this. He was, dude, for sure. I enjoyed... My favorite line in the movie is when the character we'll get to next tell so maybe it was scarlett johansson i don't remember someone tells him to stab himself in the stomach and that was scarlett johansson okay i don't know if they don't die or they just don't feel pain or what the deal is with them but he stabs himself in the stomach with his sword and he's just like oh that'll wake you up in the morning <laughs> this is really starting to smart <laughs> they're so goofy and stupid and it, yeah. It's actually funny. The foot thing with them was uh, a little weird. I could have done without it, but yeah, uh, I, I did like the idea of having just these endless supply of dimwit henchmen. That was yeah. that was kind of cool. That was, that was the saving grace of the movie, really. I would say so. I would say so. Um, th- yeah, there's a reason I'm not giving this a zero or a one, and uh, we'll figure out what those reasons are. Um, let's see here. Samuel, well, let's go with the villain first because there's more to the other character. Samuel L. Jackson as the octopus. Um, I mean, he was hamming it up. He was chewing up the scenery, my man. Yeah, I mean, it's Samuel L. Jackson. It's he played, yeah. you know, he played Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, he was he was fine. I, you know, there were some. We'll get into it, but there were some very interesting character choices that they made with him uh, that I don't fully understand. But, yeah. uh, yeah, I mean, he was, he was Samuel L. Jackson. He was yelling was and the... not swearing because it's PG-13. Of course. What was the deal with <laughs> Scarlett Johansson being dressed up like a geisha in that one episode, or one scene? I don't know. That was so weird. And he was a samurai. I, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's cultural appropriation. Come on, Frank Miller. Um. That wasn't even their worst, most offensive costume. Nope. We'll figure out what that is. <laughs> Not Eva even close. <laughs> yeah. Eva Mendez as Sand Serif. Her character sucks. Absolutely. Like, the way they, they write her character to be like, I hate cops, as soon as her uncle gets killed. Or her father, pardon me. And Doesn't that... make any sense. Why would you, what, like, why are you blaming the cops? I don't get it. Yeah, it was a criminal that shot her uncle. Or... Exactly. Whatever. Her criminal shot her dad, and she's like, I hate cops. Like, wait, yeah. what? That doesn't even make sense. And then her motivation for wanting this golden fleece is, is shiny. Yes. Like, oh. Okay. Yeah, I, so I it's like full-on, like, um, uh, oh, what's that Indiana Jones movie with the first one? <laughs> Raiders. There we go. Yeah. This was, uh, a, a lot of these characters in this movie lacked any sort of motivation. Or substance, yeah. Yeah, or substance. Um, I think we've gone through all the characters, man. Uh, pretty sure, yeah. No one else yeah. is worth talking about. Nope. Uh, I can't pronounce her name, but young San Sharif was quite a looker. Dude, she was probably like 12. Don't be saying that crap. Uh, she was not 12. Uh, let's see here. Can't find her age on Wikipedia. Well, she definitely wasn't 12. <laughs> saying she wasn't 18. That's what I'm saying, sir. I bet she was. I bet you're wrong. I bet I'm not. Uh, I guess okay. plot. I think, yes, we can get into the plot. We can we can uh, just run through this. <laughs> well, we open with a warning, which is appropriate, from yeah. uh, Lady Death or... Hey, real Angel quick, death. breaking news, breaking news. She would have been 17 when this movie came out, so I want you to rescind your comments, sir. Nope. Do it. 17 when it, no. Do it or you can't. So, she, she was born on in March of 1991. This movie came out in 2008, sir. Well, it's, uh, it's still a compliment. <sighs> okay, whatever. Whatever, dude. Whatever helps you sleep at night, buddy. That's fine. Just paying someone a compliment. Yep, that's it. <laughs> N- nothing else, man. Well, you can also see her current face on Wikipedia. Yeah. 
Am I wrong? Yes, yeah, she's also yeah, she's she's grown up for sure. Okay. Oh, as a reminder, I thought when I saw him, I thought young Danny Colt, Johnny Simmons. I'm like, he looks familiar. Did he become anybody important? And the answer is no. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you were getting my hopes up. You're gonna be like, oh, this is the guy from this show on ABC or something. No, but I did think I'm like he looks so familiar. He's got a, he must have been in something I saw. And he, I looked in a, no, not really. He was in perks of being a wallflower. Mm-hmm. He sure was. And we'll see him. Uh, we'll see him in Scott Pilgrim vs. Is that even on our list? I think it is. Yes. Okay. Well, he plays young Neil. I don't like it. Well, then we'll never see him after that, so you don't have to worry about him. Neil. No, young Neil. Yes, I know, but I'm I'm trying to figure out Neil. Young Neil Nordograph. I don't like it. Well, that doesn't matter. (laughs) He was in Evan Almighty as Dylan. Dylan Baxter. I believe you. I wouldn't make that up. So yeah, is, w- wait, what? Is Scott Pilgrim like our next big movie? <laughs> like, oh no, not like, at all. Looking at looking at this list, like I feel like okay, Iron Man two and yeah. Kick Ass, but like beyond that, it's like everything else looks kind of mid, bro. I would say Watchmen's our next big movie. Well, yeah, but they it's made very a show divisive. about it. Watchmen is very divisive as well. Mm-hmm. But. Either way. Yes, either way, we get a warning from Lady Death, and she's just like, uh, someone is the only man to escape me, but uh, I'll be back. Like, okay. Yeah, that's, what was the point? Like, I, I don't... The Death has no point. It's It feels like it was probably a character for the comics that they wanted to shoehorn into this movie. Yeah. Anyway, the spirit gets a call from someone about a big ordeal that's going down in the swamp or whatever tonight. And on the way there, he saves a woman, but he gets stabbed during the process. Yeah. And he makes this big, big, long speech about, like, oh, the city. Let me tell you about this city. I love this city. She's good to me, and I'm good to her, (laughs) and blah, 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 blah. It's one of many speeches about his love of the city. And then, and yeah, and then John Cena came in and said, we have caught a compromise to a permanent end. Uh, same energy. So the spirit and his cop partner, Lebowitz, find some guy who's hurt. And we cut back a few minutes to the guy who was hurt. And he's in the water. And he's pulling up these boxes. And San Serif, uh, Eva Mendez, uh, shoots him over one of the boxes and like she gets one box and leaves and octopus gets the other box who is samuel jackson so octopus kills lebowitz and he fights spirit while the three clone henchmen and silken floss escape with their box and during the spirit and octopus fight we learn that both can take tons of punishment i guess and that's their superpower is that they can't die. So it's like, why are you guys fighting? Yeah, what's the, you're wasting your time. I don't. <sighs> yeah, like, I, what's the stakes yeah. if neither of you it's can die? For, why are we fighting? Just for, for lulls, like, you're giving me a headache, Octopus. Yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, and then Octopus picks up like a toilet and he smashes it over Spirit's head. Yes. And he's like, toilets are always funny. <laughs> so Vince McMahon, Octopus, and John all have something in common. Yeah. And yet, yeah, the thing is, uh, later on in the movie, Octopus pushes pushes the spirit into a pool. And the look on his face. Yeah. I, oh, man. This was, I don't know. And it's like, why are they fighting? Who is the spirit? Why is, who is Octopus? Tell us something, please. Yeah, give us in. Yeah, this isn't, like, even though it kind of sucked, this isn't, uh, you know, the Justice League 
movie that came out a couple years ago where it's like the audience the audience does not need another Batman origin story. We all know how he became Batman. Spirit is not Batman. The audience is not familiar with how that who the hell Spirit even is. So yeah. give us the origin story first. Yes. <sighs> so the next morning, Spirit is woken up by Dr. Ellen Dolan, who's the daughter of the police commissioner. He also takes a locket from the guy who Octopus killed, and the locket had a photo of a younger him and a young Sans Serif who is uh, not of age, so not attractive. <laughs> and they kind of sort of dated back in the day. Yeah. We get a flashback. I wouldn't say kind of sort of. I would say it was pretty evident they were dating. Well, she said, I'm not your girl, but I'll wear this locket or whatever. So not Facebook yeah. official. No, she was his girl. Yeah. And uh, so we see that they, like I said, kind of dated. And her dad was a police officer who uh, a criminal shot. And then I couldn't even keep track. It was like her criminal shot her dad. And then like the uncle couldn't protect him. So he shot himself or something. I don't know. It was really. Yeah. It, yeah. There we go. That's yeah. I knew that was more convoluted than just her dad dying. I don't. Yeah. And it's like, and then the, the news shows up and they're like, oh, what, Look, did you, what I did you, know, I hate cops. Yeah, it's like, what do you think? Your dad and uncle just died. And it's like, <laughs> I hate cops. <laughs> I'm imagining real, like, uh, sports broadcaster energy <laughs> after a, after a title win. Like, oh, you just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do next? Uh, I don't know. But what was even funnier is it's like you got Spirit, you know, Mr. Blue Lives Matter. This is too much for him. He's yep. just like, you can't say that. Like, yeah. Why are you saying that? Where are you going? She's just like. Stand for the flag. She's just like, oh, I, I'm I'm leaving. I'm going to be famous somewhere. I'm getting out of this hellhole of a city. And it's like, this is so weird. Like, this is not your. Like, it's I get people don't 60, think. Dude. Yeah. Like, I it's get. So 60. It's. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I get people don't think clearly when their family member dies or whatever, but it's like your first reaction is, I got to get out of this city and I'm going to become rich and famous. Like, what? And what then, and how? Yeah, but it literally was the I hate cops thing that, that pushed uh, Spirit over the edge. And yeah. He's just like, oh, I hate you and I never want to <laughs> see you again. <laughs> and it's like, and then he's like, uh, she, I knew she left town. And we cut back to present. He's like, uh, the last I heard is she left town for Europe. But uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's yeah. very weird. And by the way, if you're like, well, how did this guy end up with the locket? Good question. I'm sure yeah, they don't answer that. It. Yeah, they don't. So uh, back in Octopus's hideout, he's dressed as a samurai. I don't mm -hmm. ask. Yep. And he opens a box that he got from the swamp, and he's apparently not happy. Like, I don't know, I don't know. It's like it was a glowing gold box. I was like, oh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, was I was also thinking in. more like uh, I was thinking more like uh, Superman three. It could be, <laughs> but but yeah, he's not happy with what's in the box, and um, we we as the audience don't know what's supposed to be in it. And then we get like this weird scene where he kills his cloned henchman. But like mm -hmm. they're not dead. Like he throws, he shoots one with an arrow, and he stabs one, and then he throws a throwing star at another. And they're just kind of, he cuts one in half. Yeah. And we get weird effects for all of these, like the old samurai, the old karate movies, I guess. And yeah, I don't know. One of the henchmen says, uh, "The other lady took the other box." Was this supposed to be like a nod to Kung Fu Hustle, or what's the deal there? I guess I don't know idea. But, uh, yeah, Octopus deduces that it was Sans Serif who took the box. And uh, Octopus, the box that he has, uh, I had to look it up because I'm like, what is happening in this movie? I don't know. And his box contains the Golden Fleece, not the blood of Heracles. So, should have been okay. hurt. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Cool. Um. <laughs> Anyway, the spirit talks with the police commissioner, and we learn Sand is one of the world's greatest jewel thieves. So she did become fame rich, I guess. Um, Octopus tells Silken he's bringing someone to kill Spirit. Uh, 
this is maybe one of the worst assassins we've ever seen brought into a movie, but we'll get to her yeah. later. But uh, he also mentions how the blood of Heracles, I think he mentioned will kill spirit, but then he later says that it will make him a god, so I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not. Anyway, spirit finds San, and I'm not even making this up. (laughs) So earlier in the movie, San is meeting with some dude, it's just who cares, and she Xeroxes her ass. Yeah. And spirit gets the Xerox copy, and he's walking around town, like, showing people <laughs> this Xerox ass. Have you seen this ass? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, look, I follow a lot of Instagram models. I can promise you I could not identify any of them by a Xerox copy of their ass. <laughs> And yeah. I see their asses quite a bit. Yeah. So, I, don't... I... Anyway, some little person recognizes it. Yeah, of course. I guess, because he's eye level with it, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so, he finds out where she is because of the Xerox ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he pays her a visit, and he asks about her connection with Octopus. She wants this golden fleece because it's shiny. And, uh, but she has the blood and she wants to trade with, uh, with Octopus. And then, uh, Spirit, uh, alludes to the fact that he is, you know, Colton. And she's like, no, he's dead. And she shoves him out a window. And this is where he's like hanging on a roof, the side of a building and he's pants are down. It's stupid. Yeah, I agree. So then he, he finds Octopus's hideout and he's captured this is how he spirit, by the way, is a, a, a big womanizer. He, he likes uh, he likes the ladies. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And uh, so Silken approaches him in the sewer. And, you know, Scarlett Johansson very attractive. And he just goes in for the kiss and she doses him, hits him with a, a knockout drug. It's like, you idiot. Like, yeah. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. He's horny, man. I guess, but like, you know, priorities or something, you know, you know, this is the villain. What What do you think his priority is, man? Well, you're right. But it's like, you know, this person's the villain. What do you think? She's just going to like sleep with you. I mean, you've seen Austin Powers, uh, spy who shagged me, I assume. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was that Kirstie Alley in that, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yeah. She uh, ends up sleeping with him. Yeah, I guess. Well, that was a comedy, and I don't know what this is. So was is. this. What are you talking about? Yeah. So, <sighs> Spirit's tied up, and the assassin, Plaster of Paris, dances in, and then Octopus and Silken Floss show up in full Nazi regalia. <laughs> yes! Where the hell did this come from? I forgot about that. How could you forget? I I found a way. I I mean, I'll quote George Costanza. It's a cute Nazi, though. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I don't know where this came from. It's never referenced again. I mean, yeah, the octopus character I don't think was a Nazi. But he he also wasn't a samurai. I don't know. I don't know what this was. Uh, I mean, maybe he wasn't. I don't know. You know, a. I don't know. I don't know. I I I have no. I I don't know what this meant. And I probably shouldn't look too deep into it because I don't think there's anything there. So, the origin story: Octopus made a formula to make someone immortal, and he used it on Spirit's dead body because Spirit was a cop, and. Uh, he brought him back to life, and then he used it on himself. That's why they both can't die. Okay. Okay. And this is why the Angel of Death hates him, because he is the one man who escaped her. Okay. Still don't know why she's in the movie, but... Yeah. And he he takes forever to explain this. It's like a five-minute speech, which in movie time is a very long time. That's forever. 
Yes. And he, he took a very long time to explain this. He could just done what I just said. But he needs the blood to perfect his formula to become a god. So I feel like he already is because they they mention like the kill spirit. He's there chopping him up into little pieces and mailing him across the country so that he can't regenerate. Or you I guess you can blow someone up, but I mean, if those are the only two ways to kill someone, I'd feel pretty good about going about my day, not worried that, like, a act of nature, like a car wreck, or... That's not nature, but, like, a car wreck or a fire or something would kill me. I'd, I'd feel pretty confident I'd live through most things. Yeah. But I guess it's not enough for old Octopus. Yeah, Which I don't know. Stupid name, by the way. What are we doing? Yes. He doesn't even have eight arms. <laughs> he just has eight of everything. Yeah. Uh, so it's a line later in the movie, which he has uh, eight of everything. Would that mean he has eight um, uh, dinglings, and maybe would that mean he had sixteen testes? I, I don't know. I don't think I mean, so. It makes you think, man. Probably eight, uh, eight Nazi uniforms. I bet. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> got to have one in case, you know, one gets dirty, so then you can still have one for every other day of the week, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, you can have one that's like, you know, when they when they went up, in, when the Nazis went up into Russia and the Russians <laughs> used the scorch earth tactic, uh, yeah. they probably you know, had, you know, dress warm. So. I'm going to say this. It, it surprises me with the, them going with the Nazi regalia. It surprises me they stopped there. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised they even did it. Like, what was the point? No, I'm saying, yeah, that surprises me. But since they did that, I'm like, why why would they stop there? I don't know. Why would they not have Samuel L. Jackson dressed like a ghost? I don't understand. Well, his next outfit is it's just kind of normal for Samuel L. Jackson's standards. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, eight outfits. So yeah, you'd have the, the cold. You'd have the mm-hmm. desert. You'd mm-hmm. have the Nazi guard of Auschwitz outfit. Yep. You'd probably mm-hmm. have the Normandy outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, the invasion of France outfit. Yeah. I'm sure there's all these different outfits. They, you the, know. And the stylish outfit from the fall collection as well. Yeah, yeah. springtime for Hitler. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, um, so Octopus wants to chop up Spirit, like I said, and spread his body out over everywhere so... He can't regenerate, which is, I guess, how the only way to kill him. So Paris is about to do it, but then he just says something in French, and she's like, oh, he speaks French, and she cuts him loose. So great job there. What? You had one one job. (laughs) Uh, He probably hit her with a sacre bleu. I don't know. Something like like that. You idiot. Yeah. So she helps him escape. And then she stabs him, and then she leaves, and is never seen again. Yeah, what? Uh, okay. Yep. Then he stumbles to the dock, and we gotta pay this off. The angel of death shows up. <laughs> and uh, he kind of makes out with her, then he rejects my her man, and goes back. My man Denny's making out with the angel of death. And then he's like, nah, I'm good. And then he just he's back, and that's the end yeah. of her. Yeah. Oh, we thought you were dead. No. Yeah. Great, great, good thing we got that character in the movie. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Anyway, Sand and Silk can meet, and they're going to exchange boxes, but the deal goes... hey <laughs> Boy, I'd pay to see that. I bet you would, pal. But I, di- I, I can't, because the deal went south, and the, the box exchange didn't happen. He had to say south. Hmm. Well, I mean, one of who was it? It was uh, one of the henchmen just randomly shot the other one. It's like, why? yeah, <laughs> why did you do that? Like the, they were going, the deal was going smoothly. They're about to switch, and then he, I think yeah. it was one of the the dummies, it's, and he just shoots like a, the guy in the head. <laughs> it's like um, it's like a, it's like, they think there's like a written rule where like no, these have to go bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like. like why? Something it's has like, to go amiss. 
a WWE contract signing. It's like exact. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> like this, there was no reason for you to just shoot uh, Sans henchmen, but he did. Yeah. So. <sighs> so uh, they shoot each other. Silken drives off. His spirit shows up. I think that's the end of her in the movie. I think she, so. Yeah. She was smart and left. Yeah. So Octopus shoots Spirit a bunch of times, and as he pulls out like these quad barrel rifles, and he's like, "I got eight of everything." Like, yeah. Okay. And uh, he shoots him, and he finally falls down, and uh, he goes for the blood, but uh, it's in a vase. But uh, Sand shoots the vase; the blood spills everywhere, and Spirit gets up, revealing he had on a bulletproof vest, which it's like you can heal. Why did you do that? Yeah, I don't... I don't know. And Spirit then shoves a grenade into Octopus. I guess he had a... I guess Octopus got shot and had a big bullet hole in it. I don't know. And he must have been shot because he was... uh, Like, literally every cop in the city was shooting him. So, I'll buy that, that he got shot several times. And Spirit uh, shoves a grenade into him, pulls him up. They use the... uh, Sand and Spirit use the Golden Fleece to protect them, which I guess that's what that's good for. And uh, they get up, they make out right in front of Dr. Dolan, like <laughs> a heavy make out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it was just a, just a goodbye kiss. It's like, no, that was not. <laughs> no. And Silken then finds a finger. Oh, wait, yeah, she does come back. She finds a finger of octopus and says, we'll start from scratch. And uh, Spirit gives his, the- yeah, Spirit gives his 800th speech about the city and we roll credits. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Yeah. Not good. No, not especially. Dave Meltzer would probably give this a dud, but as such. It's an appropriate rating. I'm going to give this a 2 out of 10. And all two points came from the moments when I realized, like, oh, they're having fun here. Or some people are having fun here. Like the guy, uh, the uh, Samuel L. Jackson... The uh, his putty or his putties rather his clone putties were having fun. Uh, Scarlett Johansson didn't care, um, but th- there were parts of this where I'm like, okay, if they leaned into the satire and really leaned into the satire, this could be something. And that's why I'm giving this a two out of ten. Yeah, I I agree. I would say a, a two as well. You know, like during the day, I'm thinking about like, okay. I'm going to give this movie because I've, I've slept on it and I have time to think about it. And, you know, longtime listeners know that, hey, we, um, you know, we don't like to criticize without offering solutions. Yeah. And, and I, I offered think, my solution. I said lean and in, lean into the satire. Well, I'm, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, OK, that didn't make sense. I don't that didn't work. That didn't work. It's like, no, this movie's a complete mess, and I'm going to have to hit it with the old Willem Dafoe back to formula. That's the only way to save this. You just tear up the script and start over. And the only thing I can offer is I actually, I don't know anything about the spirit, but I like, I like this, this is the concept that I would have come up with for spirit. I would have had him be the, the quote, white meat baby face, the, hey, kids, mm. stay in school, don't do drugs, listen to your parents, and, oh, ma'am, I, I'm sorry, you should put a robe on, I mean, look away, and, oh, blue lives matter, <laughs> and this. Like, yeah. I like him being that, but then also just this 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 dude, it, the snowballs, like, what are we doing? He used snowballs multiple times in the movie. like, uh, But instead of that, this is where you'd have to have an R rating, he just violently kills uh, mostly the henchmen, I guess, but like anyone, like he he will violently kill them, uh, much like Sin City, you know, comical, just dark humor, blowing heads off, that sort Robo. of stuff. Robocop, Punisher from last week had some funny kills, yeah. just stuff like that, but also a huge womanizer. And I think yeah. you got makings of a pretty decent movie if you did that. But yeah. they said they made him goofy and PG and uh, yeah, it just didn't work for me. So I'm going with a, a two out of ten. It's um, yeah, that would have been my idea. That you could build on it from there. Start off with the origin story because no one knows who the hell Spirit is. Don't make two immortals who can't die fight. That makes no sense. So 
And Samuel yeah. Jackson is not a Nazi. We we don't need that. It made no <laughs> sense. He's not a samurai either. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But uh yeah, that that would have been that'd have been how I'd fix it. I know it's yeah. not uh Yeah, back to formula. That's the only yeah. way. Well folks, we are gonna get out of here and I'm curious what to you know, to hear what we go out with on the outro, but the quote I'm gonna use is from Denny well, Colts. Well, we we got uh, we oh, almost hey. forgot our our rant that we had earlier before we aired or hit oh, record. Next week, folks, we are not done. Or pardon me, I'm pretty sure I'm done with renting, but Eddie is not <sighs> renting. We because thought, next week, man. next week we are watching for making his third appearance in the HeroCast timeline. Chris Evans in the movie Push with Dakota Fanning. And you can rent that for $4 on basically any type of streaming service, you know, YouTube, uh, Amazon, Apple, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever tickles your fancy. So that's where you can rent Push. Yeah, $4 for freaking Push. <laughs> push fired by the novel Precious by Sapphire. You stole my joke, which I used last week. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just about to say it, and uh, yeah. I just had a feeling you'd steal it. But... <laughs> well, you said it on air, didn't you? No. Oh. No, I didn't. Well, folks, uh, that that is an Eddie Cornelison original. Thank you. Well, yes, anyway, but yeah, and then I spoiled it. Uh, Watchmen is the week after. That's on HBO. I swear yep. to God, Push better be the last movie we have to pay for. We're in 09. Movies yeah. in 09... Uh, should be on streaming services. I just believe I, that. I agree. I believe that, and that billionaires should have to pay for their own effing stadiums. You know? mm-hmm. That's a Bill Simmons original. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just part of a stupid rant that he made once. Billionaires oh, yeah. should have to pay for their own stadiums. Actually, that's okay. not how he sounds. It's much more lighter. Like, billionaires yeah. should have to pay for their own stadiums. <laughs> That's not quite Bill, but... <laughs> um, we just won a game of Mac Jones through two passes. <laughs> hey, tell me about how great Jason Tatum is. Yeah, he's the greatest. <laughs> Either way, we're going to get out of here, folks. And I'm going to quote Denny Colt slash the spirit when I say, <laughs> Someone get me a tie, and it sure as hell better be red. I've been seeing lonely people in crowded rooms Covering the old heartbreaks with new tattoos It's all about smoke screens and cigarettes Looking through low lights at silhouettes But all I say is lonely people in crowded rooms The city's gonna break my heart The city's gonna love me, then leave me alone The city's got me chasing stars It's been a couple months since I felt like I'm home Am I getting closer than I'm where I belong? The city's gonna break my heart She's always gonna break your heart, oh Remember mornings where my head didn't hurt And I remember nights when I didn't feel like work She wakes up at noon and she's out till three She leaves her perfume all over me But I remember mornings where my head didn't hurt Oh, the city's gonna break my heart
got me wrapped around the feet.